And we start with the search for the missing sub near the Titanic. The race against time to find a submersible that vanished on its way to the Titanic wreck south of Newfoundland has entered a new phase of desperation as the final hours of oxygen possibly left within the vessel tick off the clock. Canadian and American rescuers have rushed more ships, aircraft and equipment to the remote site in the North Atlantic hoping that Underwater sounds they detected for a second day might help narrow their search, but the five-man crew had only a four-day oxygen supply when the vessel launched around 6 a.m. on Sunday. That air supply is set to expire sometime this morning. Now, paratransit service in London is under the spotlight once again. A group of London disability advocates have submitted an audit request with Ontario's Accessibility Directorate Directorate uh, for the London Transit Commission in regards to its paratransit system. Associate Professor, Professor of Disability Studies at King's University College, Dr. Jeff Preston, says the request's goal is for the LTC to understand its obligations under the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act. Among the issues highlighted in the submission is the inability to use smart cards on paratransit as well as a lack of online booking. Non-ACFPL has reached out to the LTC for comment but has yet to receive a response. Now, while London looks for a way to help the homeless, it's safe to say we will not be doing what Barrie has been discussing. The city of Barrie has paused proposed bylaw amendments that would have prevented the distribution of food, tents and other items to help homeless people on public property. The city was set to vote last night on the bylaws, which drew heavy criticism from the federal housing advocate, but councillors say amendments were no longer needed after local nonprofits agreed to stop handing out food and supplies on Barry's waterfront and instead move their outreach to private property. Barry Council voted to refer the bylaw amendments back to staff. We'll change some outdated language in the existing bylaws that prevented people from handing out food and supplies. Now, MPs have found something more important to them than a public inquiry into foreign interference. Summer vacation. All parties in the House of Commons have agreed to break for the summer with no announcement made about a public inquiry into foreign interference. Opposition demands for the government to call the probe before the end of the spring session were being used as leveraged against allowing the House to rise before Friday. But last night, the opposition parties all backed a government motion that meant the House won't sit again until mid-September. Talk amongst the Liberals and opposition parties for an inquiry continue. And a deal could still be announced before the week's end. And it appears there's a lot of Swifties in the House of Commons. Edmonton Conservative MP Matt Jenneru says he's filing an official grievance on behalf of all Swifties in the country after Taylor Swift announced nearly 40 new dates for her International Eras Tour with no Canadian stops. In a letter to House Speaker Anthony Roda, Jenneru says not only will Canadian fans miss out on seeing Swift perform, but local communities will miss out on the economic opportunity her shows generate. Fellow Tory MP Melissa Lansman and Liberal MP Yara Sachs tweeted they second the grievance and effort to get Swift to come to Canada. Checking out the price of gas. It'll be cheaper to fill up at the pumps this morning. Gas fell by three cents overnight with the average price in the city sitting at $1.58.9 for a liter of regular. Premium also went down by three cents. Diesel dropped by two cents. Gas in London is four cents cheaper today than the national average. Cheaper gas can be found at the Costco's where they're charging $1.52.9 for a liter of regular. 
In sports, Toronto Blue Jays have the day off today after they won the rubber match of their three-game series in Miami yesterday. Jays beat the Marlins 6-3 to take two out of three. Blue Jays are back in action tomorrow night at home against the Oakland A's. There was a big trade in the NBA last night. The Boston Celtics have acquired Kristaps Porzingis from the Washington Wizards as part of a three-team trade that also includes Memphis. Boston will send Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, while Memphis will send guard Tyrus Jones to the Wizards. Other players and draft picks are included in the deal. The NBA draft is tonight. Toronto Raptors have the 13th overall pick. Finally, Toronto FC lost 3-0 to FC Cincinnati last night. Toronto has not won a game on the road this season. Checking out what happened on this day in history. In 1603, French explorer Samuel de Champlain landed in Canada for the first time. In 1706, the government of New France banned Montreal residents from keeping pigs in their homes. They were also ordered to repair roads and build sidewalks at street corners. In 1774, the Quebec Act was passed by the British Parliament. It established French civil law and the British system of criminal law in Quebec. It also enlarged the province's borders to include Newfoundland and a territory south of the Great Lakes. That move enraged American settlers and helped contribute to the American Revolution, which broke out two years later. In 1869, an act was passed establishing the government of the Northwest Territories at the time and included much of the prairies. In 1897, Queen Victoria celebrated her Diamond Jubilee after 60 years on the throne. In 1937, Joe Lewis began his reign as world heavyweight boxing champion by knocking out Jim Braddock in the eighth round of their fight in Chicago. In 1940, Germany gained a stunning war, a victory in the Second World War as France was forced to sign an armistice eight days after German forces overran Paris. Exactly one year later, Germany invaded the Soviet Union. In 1955, the laying of a transatlantic telephone cable began in Clarenville, Newfoundland. In 1976, the House of Commons approved by just eight votes a bill abolishing the death penalty. The last execution in Canada was held in 1962. In 1981, Mark David Chapman pleaded guilty to first-degree murder in the death of John Lennon. In 2007, Canada's first-ever F5 tornado touched down in Manitoba. It carved a path of destruction more than 6 kilometers long and 300 meters wide. Luckily, there were no fatalities despite winds of up to 400 kilometers an hour. In 2010, Angela James and Cami Granado became the first women elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame. In 2017, Sears Canada announced plans to close 59 locations across the country and cut approximately 2,900 jobs under a court-supervised restructuring. In October of that year, it received court approval to liquidate its remaining stores, putting 12,000 people out of a job. And on this day in 2022, the federal government froze Hockey Canada's federal funding over the organization's handling of an alleged sexual assault by members of the 2018 gold medal winning junior hockey team in an out-of-court settlement. Happy birthday to Allison, who turns 58 today. Hope it's a good day. You share a birthday with Chris Christofferson, who turns 87. Meryl Streep is 74 today. Cindy Lauper is 70. Aaron Brockovich, the real Aaron Brockovich, is 63. Stephen Page of the Bare Naked Ladies is 53. And golfer Dustin Johnson turns 39. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca.